The other day, I went to my girlfriend's friend's house, and they haven't seen each other for quite some time. And they did this really interesting thing. They sat around the table, and they did life updates. And I thought that was so, so cool. And so I haven't met some of the friends before. So for my life update, it was really just like a life like story. I explained my life, like where I came from, <laughs> my parents, my upbringing, how I got there, what I do, what I do. And I found it very interesting. And so people went around the table and they were just like, you know, like my girlfriend was like, I started my floral business and like it's doing really well, blah, 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 blah. And that's, that's, that was her life update. And like we moved in together, stuff like that. And then it came to me. And there was one other person there that was explaining, like they were new to the group too. So they were explaining like their life story. And it came to me and I had the hardest time. I don't know what it was, but I could not think of anything. Granted, I did get a lot of concussions growing up, so I don't have all of my memory or I I don't know why I don't remember things. I don't like to think that that's the reason why, but it could be. It very well could be. But I had a really hard time thinking about it. And and I thought this would be an interesting topic. And I also thought it's a really cool thing to like bring into your friend group. Like if you're going, I don't know, to hang out with friends that you haven't seen in that hot minute this could be something that you can bring up and it's so cheesy and it's so awkward but it's so lovely at the same time because it's it's a real way to connect with your friends because a lot of the time we're like we're surrounded by like uh you know you're there with a campfire you're out for dinner and there's just like other things going on and you just kind of neglect the fact that you haven't seen each other in a while and then to end up just talking about like someone's relationship you, you, you know you get hook on well, like one topic out of the entire life update so this kind of like allowed people to explain what they wanted to uh explain and tell people and i thought that was really really cool and i just had the most difficult time i think i said that i grew up like a little bit outside of ottawa i i grew up in Greeley. for those who don't know yeah i guess i'll share my little life my little life update i grew up in Greeley, and then i went to school I went to high school and elementary school and whatever, and you know where I am at St. Mark, uh, St. Mark High School. Uh, and then I didn't go to university. I went to college. I went to Algonquin College. And at that time, so I started YouTube at 2000 and, in 2012. And then I went to college. And uh, during my college experience, I was touring and I did like 70 do, 72 shows for, oh gosh, three years straight. And then I moved out at the age of 19. To Westboro and I got a studio apartment and that's where I just did all of my work and my hustle and bustle and making videos every single day as many videos as I possibly could to hopefully keep my business afloat and then I started um, Stay You in like 2014 which is my clothing brand and like my apparel line and everything and so if you haven't seen that you can go get the books on stayu.ca or stayu.shop we also have that a lot of people like going to stayu.shop but I mean, I feel like that's the best pitch that I have. Um, but it's interesting because like I was saying my pitch and uh, they they made a comment about like, oh, we have two CEOs in the group. And like I wasn't involved in that little comment. But like what's crazy is I am a CEO, which is wild um, to think that now I have, I have an assistant that I, I work with. And so if you ever see 
Um, it's not so much anymore. I do like post my, my own content, but she used to post like all of my videos. So it wasn't really me, which is kind of cool. I kind of like that. I don't know. I think it's kind of fun, but she's, she's awesome. Uh, and then I also have a manager and then I also have a designer, which is really cool. I've been trying to hire a photographer. Anyways, my whole point here is it's really cool to, you know, touch in with your friends and see how they're doing and, and get that little life update because there's so many things that we miss out and we forget about. But maybe that's the one thing that your friend is really like worrying about. Maybe that's the one thing that they're thinking about all the time, right? And I just think it was a really, really cool thing. Uh, I'm kind of like I asked on, on my Instagram story if there was any questions that like anybody had that they wanted like me to talk on during this. Um, and one of them was a recent collab. I hope I'm saying his name right. Uh, because we've only talked briefly. We've never talked on the phone. Um, but Ashish, he, so he is a poet and author from India. And recently in the pandemic, this is honestly mind-blowing. In the pandemic, my um, demographic on Instagram became 33, 33 or 34% from India, which is wild. It's not even the same time zone. I think they're nine hours ahead which is great or ahead i think so or behind i don't really i i'm kind of forgetting anyways i know there's a nine hour time difference um and that, i think that's i think that's so cool how does my content get to somebody's phone screen i get i know the how the internet works but how does that find somebody in india and so um he's also a very popular author and creator in India and, and we message each other and, and he was like, hey, there's so many people who like talk about you here. It would be really cool to do like a collab. And we ended up doing a collab and it went insane. I just thought it, I didn't, I didn't think, it, I don't know. I didn't think it was going to do that well. Or like I didn't have like bad expectations. I had low expectations and it just exceeded them. Wow. It's just so freaking cool how small the world truly is it's so freaking cool and i'm so thankful so if you're listening and you're you're from india or if you're from any place other than ottawa which is where i am and there's only a million people that live here if you're from anywhere else i truly appreciate you i think it's so i think it's so damn cool i think it's so cool um so that was one of the questions that like uh, how did i feel uh it, it's just mind-blowing and it's still going i think let me see here. Let me pull this up. I think we posted our video like less than 24 hours ago and it has 700,000 views. And that's wild. I know a lot, there's a lot of creators like, yeah, I get a million in a day. I'm not one of those creators. So this is truly, truly amazing. And we're still working on some stuff too. Um, so it, it, it should be fun. I would love to travel there and like do live shows, but I have no idea if there's a market there because obviously I can't just fly there and do a show for free so i would have to like make sure my, my flights are covered and and everything like that um i think i'm just gonna go through like these questions that i'm getting right now and we'll just do like a topic on like a multi multi-topic podcast which could be pretty cool somebody asked if you're doing a poetry based hoodie that is in the works i'm just trying to find out like a poem that's like I guess generic enough so it's not like too specific to one person 
and it's can be worn by everyone, which is very difficult to try to, to try to figure out. Um, how did you know when you wanted to be a writer? Uh, I would say like ninth grade. Okay, to start it off, I want to tell people that I hate reading. I'm not a big reader. I don't hate it. I just like I have a hard time with ADHD just like sitting still. And I'm not an ADHD like TikTok ADHD person like that's like, oh, watch a TikTok and like just claims that they have ADHD. No, I was diagnosed um, after I got all my 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 head trauma. I went to a bunch of doctors to make sure that everything's still working properly. And they found out that I have ADHD, uh, which then got me like the learning disability thing. And then I was able to like take more time on essays. And they what's funny is that they would like they put me into a classroom of like no one. So I could leave the classroom that I was in of my entire classmates. I could leave that. Say we had a test or we were just like working on a homework. I could leave that room and go to the other room. And I forget what it was called, but it was this room where anyone who had a learning disability can go and work in this room. And it's the quietest fucking room there is in the world. And you're sitting down and you're like, you're just supposed to focus as if a different room is going to help me. <laughs> it was worse. It was so awful. There's so many people that did it. I like, I knew that a lot of people use it for anxiety as well. Like that release of like, okay, no one's watching me. No one's around me. I can go and like, just sit and like do my work in peace. But for me, somebody with ADHD, yes, it's minimal distraction. But then if you have ADHD anywhere in your mind and it's not just more of like a visual thing it's a mental thing then I was not able to focus all these thoughts in my head were just 10 times louder because there was no one else talking and so I would go there and it sucked and <laughs> um back to my story why why when I when I figured out I wanted to be a writer uh, I figured out when I was in grade nine I believe um I had a teacher called Miss LP and I always got okay grades, but I never really got amazing grades in English. And I thought I, I was super passionate about writing and I would complete my essays, but I wouldn't really do a lot of research. I hated going to a, like Googling something and then like citing it and like doing uh, what's the citation or whatever. I hated that. A uh, sourcing, sourcing it. Um, I thought that was, I don't know. It's just, okay, I'm plagiarizing, but then I'm going to claim that I plagiarized it. That's what it felt. It just didn't feel right. So what I did was I would get as much information uh, that I could on the internet um, and then also in my brain. And then I waited like a few days to the point where I kind of forgot it. And then I sat down and I wrote from what I thought I knew, uh, which I, 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 I'm sure I plagiarized some things in there. But I wrote about, you know, how did I interpret this information? Instead of just being like, yep, uh, in 1902, this person said this. Because I don't care. Um, I think it's really cool, but I also think the way that we perceive information is even better. And the way that we can make it our own is even is even better. And I'm not saying to plagiarize here. I hope there's somebody out there who, can, who understands the way that I'm thinking. And I would always <laughs> not get the best grades because I didn't source or cite anything like I didn't use any resources a lot of the time I wouldn't even read up on any information if it was something about <laughs> I don't know if it was something about like uh, a country I'd talk about my experience that I know about that country 
or how it how that makes me feel or if there was you know like if we were talking about nutrition my experience with nutrition versus um like hey you need to <laughs> drink three liters of water a day and you're gonna feel great says this doctor in oklahoma like i didn't want to do that i thought that was boring and so i would always write the way that i thought or the way that i spoke and not a lot of you know english teachers thought that was correct and then i had one english teacher his, her name was miss lp and she loved the way i wrote i got my i remember i got my first like a plus plus and she handed it back to me and i like was like speechless i was a really shy kid growing up which is crazy because you know you think okay this guy is a following and, and you know i've been doing this for 10 years he must be like really outgoing i was a really really shy kid when i started this and i mean i still am it just, but that that paper just made my day she made me understand that like writing is about feeling and it's a talent to be able to put words to paper from your mind and not sourcing anything because they're your thoughts they're your feelings and they're your experiences and that's what my whole book what's the rush is about and that's i think that's the best part and yeah i'm really excited i've been working on what's the rush 2 which is called take your time oh wait no i don't want to tell you the full full title yet i don't think i've said it yet so i don't want to say it um but i'm really excited i'm really excited for it uh there's a little there's a lot of edits that i have to do because we're living in a world now that's a little bit more politically correct which is fine but it also limits our own thoughts which sucks but it's good i hope that makes sense i'm not trying to be an asshole but there's a lot of things that you know i want to say and, and and how i feel and like there i i okay put it this way um i talk about how in high school we would use the term gay all the time. I grew up in a locker room. I was a sports kid. This is just the term that we use. And we, I never associated with, with anything. I didn't think it was, was a bad thing because that's just how I was taught about it. Um, and obviously, I learned now. Well, I learned a lot a long time ago. But in high school, it was a very different, it was a very different experience. Um, but, you know, I was told not to put that in the book. But I'm like, I got called gay every single day <laughs> all the time growing up and I can't put this in the book and this is my experience with that term and it sucks and it kind of forced me to use that term and call people that and, and say something was that and I know that's wrong but that's not the point of why I'm writing and I'm writing, writing it because it was an experience and the whole point is it for it to come full circle and, and we don't use that term to describe something anymore you know and so i definitely have to go through the edits and like see what i feel okay with because the, the the way that i write is and the way that i speak just like on these podcasts is very freely and i'm very privileged to be able to do that but i also think i'm able to do it because and you know i i have <laughs> i have a heart and I care about the way that people perceive things and understand things. And I hope that you listening to this podcast can understand that I, I never mean anything in the worst way possible. But we just live in this world that like people are searching for something to hate on because they have so much anger inside. And, and it, it's tough. Like I posted my She's a 10. Uh, what is that? The song. 
And I got like, I think it got like 30 million views now. And there's a lot of, I've never really gotten hate, but there's a lot of hate on it, which is interesting. Like a lot of people are like, oh my God, how can you post this? This is so cringy. Like I'm talking into a mic <laughs> and my voice is soothing. I don't know. You can say it's cringy, but like there's a lot of people who do a lot worse. Um, and I just got like, I don't know. I've gotten death threats from it, which is super funny to me. I think that, sorry, not funny, but I think it's like, okay, you're wasting your time here. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go off myself because, because of your comment to go do that because I posted a trend song, but the song has been doing really well. I'm very thankful for it, but yeah, it's weird. Once it hits like a certain, this happy times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I need to get something off my chest. I recently turned 28 and I'm freaking out. Owning a home, taxes, and being a real adult comes with a lot of stressors that I wasn't really prepared for. And the best way to get something off of my chest is to talk to someone, which is where therapy comes into my life. Talking with someone that has the knowledge and information to help me look at my issues from a different perspective has helped me slow down my life a little bit and help calm me down. If this is something that you can relate to, then I recommend you give BetterHelp a try. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash happy times today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash happy times. And now back to the episode. For an algorithm on TikTok, it just like gets sent to everybody that you don't want it to be sent to. And then all of these like chads and brads and like, I don't know, 13 year old girls who, who are so like up in flames that their boy broke their heart they're just like raging at the keyboard but oh it's a it's a it's a it's a funny world we live in so i am working on the 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 next book and i guess this is all from the question of um (laughs) how did i become a writer but it's it's definitely coming and I'm, i'm excited i'm excited another question was like how did your poetry start to blow up um what's crazy is that i i've always written poetry without knowing that i was writing poetry i always thought like okay i have i have something that i want to say but i don't have a lot of words to say it so let me try and so i just wrote it down and then people were like oh my god i love your poetry and i was like i've never thought about this as poetry i never thought of myself as a poet i thought you you know needed a degree to be a poet and stuff um and in the in what's rushed there's a lot of poetry and then that's when i wrote dreaming with my eyes wide open which is my full poetry book and it's just because people liked my poetry and and the way that i started tiktok was actually out of like a little bit of hatred so back a while ago tiktok was called musically and then before musically it was called vigo and i remember i got an offer i don't know if i'm allowed to discuss this i got an offer to like be paid to post on that app like so many times a week and i get paid like per week i think it was like a few hundred bucks like it would have been like a fine check but i remember at that time i was like doing a lot of like i was working really hard and i didn't have time to to be able to do that and i was like oh, i don't really want to start in this app and then vigo became musically and then we were like okay musically is so weird like it's just a bunch of singing kids and bryce hall and it's like really awkward and then it became TikTok and I like was kicking myself because I'm like what you're telling me that I could have been paid and that I could have been like one of the bigger creators on Vigo and then musically and then TikTok and I would have had like an amazing start but it's whatever I didn't do it and then the pandemic hit 
and I was like, ugh, no traction on YouTube. YouTube sucks. They hate me because I talk about mental health and advice and, and just not always happy things, which sucked. Um, and I didn't have like a big enough personality on YouTube. If you've noticed, anyone who has a YouTube channel like yells at the camera or are super weird in their own quirky way. Um, and I just wasn't that. I was pretty. I'm a pretty basic person. I'm very happy. Um, I'm 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 also just like a person who thinks and 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 likes to. I don't know. I just didn't have the the it factor on YouTube to be able to, you know, pass by with, you know, either just your looks or you're really funny and stuff. And I, I just didn't have the confidence to do it. And so I started making my mental health content on YouTube and it got flagged and then I was making no money. And so I had to, I had to do something. And so TikTok came up and I was like, telling my manager, I'm like, I really don't want to do TikTok. I really don't. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to give it a try, but I'm not going to make like any new content. So I grabbed my book and I sat down and I read passages from my book. So it's like, I read something about like, you know, falling in love with the wrong person, wrong person, right time, stuff like that. Um, and I've read some of my poems in there as well. And then from that, that blew up. And so TikTok really blew up poetry for me, which is crazy. And then I brought it to Instagram Reels when that came out. And then uh, my my following in India grew, and poetry in India is just amazing. It's so interesting how that's like so important there, and I love that. I really, really love that. And so then it just kept going. It kept going and going and going, and I was just so thankful. And I, I yeah, I mean, I I guess I never thought that I would be a poet, but now I am. And I think I'm I'm really, really happy and I love it. And it's cool to call myself an author and not just like a YouTuber or everything. I don't know. It's it's really it's really cool. I I really do enjoy it. And then I think we're gonna end it on this one because I think it's really interesting. It's I, I received a lot of questions on how do you balance your relationship in your career? And let me tell you this. It's a difficult thing for Angelica and I because we're both self-employed. So Angelica started her floral business called Angelica Floral. little promo here. Uh, she started that at, during COVID. And I've been doing what I do for the last 10 years now, a decade. Your boy's old. And so I've been, I've been working from home <laughs> for the last 10 years. I've always said to Angelica, I was like, all I want is an office that doesn't have a bed in it. Because I've been working out of my bedroom for 10 years. I think I at the last at the last house before we had to move, before we got kicked out of there. I don't want to say kicked out. Before before they sold the home, um, I had an office for, I think, five months. Not even. I had my own office, which was amazing. But now I have a bedroom. Uh, like, it's in a bedroom again. And so that's always been a struggle for me. Just like my my career and my 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 personal relationship like with myself that was always super difficult to like turn off it i lost a lot of friendships i like my friends are still friends with me but i lost a lot of connection with them i would constantly be worrying about work and everything and and i bring that up because it also applies to my relationship now and i've so much better with it now 
So the way that I handle my career and my relationship is I turn off my phone. I stop posting. I shut up. And I've made a podcast a podcast on this before, but I literally just stop. Because we're constantly on, especially with Instagram and TikTok and this and we're constantly getting texts and Snapchats and whatever you want. We're constantly being notified uh, to talk to somebody through our phone. And for me, that's a notification for work. So for you, a non-content creator, you get a notification. You know, that's a hit of dopamine, right? For me, that's a hit of get your ass back to work, make another video. That's a hit of stress. There's dopamine in there if my content succeeds. So, but it starts with stress. And... One of the things I've, I've really focused on is saying yes to my friends and yes to my girlfriend and, and putting my career kind of on the back burner, back burner, back burner when things are important in life. So I'm going, I, I went camping the other week and I didn't even like share it on social media, but I was gone for a few days and I just scheduled things to go live and I had Lily, my assistant, post some stuff and you guys didn't, yeah, yeah, you had no idea when camping, which is really cool. But I'm going camping again, and I have a few massive brand deals right now, but I'm just going to put them on the back burner because I think it's so important to disconnect every once in a while, but like fully disconnect. And so camping is, is, is perfect, and I wish Angelica could come camping with us. But the reason why I'm like saying this is not just to talk about me, but it's hard to talk about a relationship um, when Angelica's obviously not here. She's at work right now, but it's... It's very difficult for us. So she's also, like I said, self-employed and she's working from home. So she has the basement. If you've watched, like uh, I post on uh, Frankie to the Moon, which is my dog's YouTube channel. I post a little like house tour if you want to go watch it. And I just show like kind of the layout of our house. It's a mess because we're constantly working and we don't even have time to clean up. Um, But it's just the hustle that you have to go through to succeed. And so she has the basement. Um, but the basement's like the ground level. There's no actual basement in this home. And so she's she's working down there and then I'm working on the, the third floor. So we're very close to each other. You know, even though there's floors in between us, I'm an empath. I can still feel someone's energy. So if she's stressed, I can feel that from two floors away for sure. So that's really tough. And we actually had a really, I don't want to like, to talk to you about my relationship but we had a really tough talk the other day about you know we need to take more time to spend with each other otherwise we're just going to like push ourselves away from each other even though we're hustling and bustling to you know make our lives happen but i'm like if we want this relationship to work and if we want to keep moving forward instead of apart then we need to say no to things and spend a day alone go grocery shopping alone because it, it, we were working so much to the point that, like, I was going to the dog park. I was going to the grocery store. She was going all the way out in, like, <laughs> I don't know, a field to do a wedding and stuff. And it was just we were both hustling and doing our own thing. I know it doesn't sound like me going to the dog park is hustling, but that's why I filmed the dog videos. So I have, like, I, Frankie to the Moon is a huge part of my, like, career now because, well, you know, I have a TikTok account that's like, oh my God, I don't even know. I think it's at 400,000 or something. So that's pretty crazy. 
But yeah, we just we just need the time to sit down and 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 say no to people and just be with each other. And I think that's the most important thing. And and it's tough because like you have to have these conversations, these tough conversations every now and then to be like, hey, you know, I I miss I miss you, I miss us, I miss when we laughed. Um, and to point that out is really heartbreaking. But I think it's also really important. So I have to choose career because I have to keep our life afloat and so does she but then we also have to choose each other and you just hope it works out but being self-employed you really always have to choose your job otherwise you're never going to make it because you're not there's no one to help you there's no one here to push you any harder or to tell you to do things the right way most of the time you're going to end up doing it the wrong way but you're going to learn from it and then you also have to keep in mind that there's people that love you and that you love and sometimes you got to turn your mind off just to pop in and say hey what's up i love you i hope you have a good day and that's it it could be a quick phone call it could be a quick text but sometimes it's important to just turn off that little stress factor and pop in and remind people that we are there for them and yeah yeah so that's kind of the career and relationship it's it's always going to be a little jumble, but, you know, I, after 10 years, I could tell you it's worth it. If you've always wanted to be self-employed, like, it's not for everyone. Not everyone is a boss, especially their own. But it's definitely a task if you're self-employed and in a relationship. That hustle and bustle can definitely get in the way, and it's so important to literally turn off your phone. When you're watching a TV show, don't have your phone next to you. I know there's so many people that watch TV and then pull out their TikTok and they're watching TikTok and TV because we don't get enough dopamine from TV anymore. We all get it from our phones. And then so, but we don't get enough from our phones and we have the TV on as well. And so it's just important to be with somebody and actually be with them. So if there's anything that I can tell you from this podcast, uh, like starting off from just asking your friends for a life update, just check in with yourself. Ask your friends how they're doing and really care to listen. For the longest time, like I said, when I was on tour and I was working and I was and I was constantly going, 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 um, I lost a lot of friends even though they were still there because I, I stopped asking questions. And it's not that I didn't care, but it's felt, I felt like I had nothing in common with my friends. You know, I was... I was traveling the world. I was making videos. I was meeting famous people. And not saying that I'm some big person or I had a big ego, but I felt like they didn't care to hear about this. Like I was so different from them. Like I stopped being the Joey that they, they knew and loved. Um, but it turns out they care just as much. And I'm so happy that I'm still friends with everyone and, and that they've accepted me. And it's so nice to just turn off and be like, you know, I, I can be a normal person again. And that's why I love living in the city that I do. And that's why I don't go to LA or Toronto or anywhere because I love coming home. I love coming to a quiet city. I love going for runs here and seeing my friends spontaneously and just, you know, going out and doing normal people shit. Like, so what? You have a couple hundred thousand million followers on social media. Who cares? Be a normal person. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Anyways, I feel like I'm talking forever here. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Obviously, it was a little bit different. We didn't talk about just like one thing, and I didn't have like a an outline or script or anything. But I really do hope you enjoyed it. 
And if you did, I don't know, just send me a little DM being like, hey, I really like this style. If we can do like three topics every podcast, it'd be really cool. It allows me to just like kind of sit and talk and I do enjoy it. I want to know if there's, oh, is there anything? She's a 10, which is my song is now out on Spotify and on, on Apple Music and everything and everywhere. And so that's really exciting. I already told you I'm working on the next book. That's, I just have to finish the edits. Oh gosh. What else? Working on the EP, which is really exciting. Um, lots of stuff with, uh, with poetry on, on social media. A lot of stuff with Stay You. If you haven't checked out our stuff, go to stayu.shop. Definitely check it out. We have the best hoodies. Best hoodies ever. Ever, ever, ever. I'm telling you. Literally best hoodies ever. The softest stuff. We inspect everything. And if, oh, yeah. It's just, we, we do it all in-house. And, and everything's from us. Uh, not just packaged in, I don't know, Taiwan and then sent to you. It's, it's from Savannah, Georgia. Even though I'm in Ottawa, Canada, my manager handles everything in Savannah, Georgia. And then we send, send it out from there. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's it. That's everything that I'm working on. I have a lot of cool, really cool brand deals that I appreciate everyone's support on that are that are coming up and that allows me to do what I want to do and, and hopefully have a tour. Oh, a huge thing. I, if people listen this late in the podcast, I'm going to Playlist Live. And so if anyone's in Orlando or in Florida or driving to Florida, um, I'm going to Playlist Live so you can come meet me. I don't have a meet and greet because I don't want you to wait four hours to meet me. Um I actually just have a booth. So I'll be at my booth, stay you. Uh, so you can come, buy my book, buy merch, meet me, take pictures, do whatever. Just hang out and chill. Like, no, oh my God, it's Joey. Just like, yeah, what's up? It's Joey. How's it going? Like, that's what I want. We're friends here. Um, so I hope to see a lot of you there. And it's so cool because I'm going to see like creator friends and everything. I went to VidCon, but it was not like that. Anyways, I'm talking forever. Thank you guys very much for listening to the Happy Times Podcast. I hope you had a great time and a happy time, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.